Hey everybody, this is Reviewables. I'm co-host Edwin Salmon. I'm also a co-host, but my name isn't Edwin Salmon, it's Keen McGarrigal. That's right, that's him. Now, you know... <laughs> <laughs> wow, his donkey impersonation <laughs> is perfected at last. After years of trying, he's got it right. Now, you know how you've always been sitting around the house going, man, I wish there was some kind of, I don't know, podcast festival happening. Well, it is. Oh, yeah. It's a reality. The Dublin Podcast Festival is coming in September. And Reviewables are doing a live show. On September 25th, alongside Dublin, the PJ Gallagher and Suzanne Kane podcast, also on the Heads of Podcast Network. It's all happening in the Sugar Club. Yes, indeed. And tickets are on sale at Ticketmaster.ie. If you search for... Uh, us on there. We'll have a link in the show notes. Yeah, why not? And uh, you can click that link and buy other tickets. That's so helpful. come see us live. And today's guest on the episode is comedian, writer, and all round funny fucker Kevin Gildee. Energy sources we like renewable. Some sweets are hard and others chewable. Bank accounts from interest approvable. We believe that everything's renewable. Ham death. What's ham death? Death by ham. Oh. It's when a pig falls ham on you. Ham death is just ham. <laughs> 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 Too much ham. <clears throat> the autopsy shows his body was 95% ham. The autopsy shows he was a pig. <laughs> <laughs> mm, this sandwich is good. <laughs> he, he ate himself. <laughs> he was too delicious. Auto ham. <laughs> we found him in a wardrobe eating a ham sandwich, <laughs> <laughs> masturbating <laughs> with a belt a pocket. with a belt made of ham <laughs> around his neck, which was also made of ham. <laughs> <laughs> Christopher Nolan's Hamception. <laughs> Welcome to Reviewables <laughs> podcast. <laughs> It's just a podcast. The podcast that reviews things from time to time. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> the, <laughs> the grunting noise you hear in the background mm. is our guest. Hello. Jimmy Ham. Hambon. Kevin Gildee, a.k.a. Hambon. Hambon. Hello, Kevin. Hello. Thanks for coming on Reviewable. It's a pleasure. Z- <laughs> yeah, you almost got the name of our podcast wrong. <laughs> I just had it in the... Z- We've nearly done 50 episodes. You don't know... What's the name of this podcast, Edwin? Reviewable. Z- mm-hmm. Close mm. enough. I thought it was Ham Talk. Ham Talk. Your promise of a chunk of ham was impossible <laughs> to resist. <laughs> break, out, break it out. I'm sorry, I thought you were... Uh, uh, George Hook. <laughs> he loves to. Be, he gets paid in ham. Does he? Yeah, yeah. He gets two hundred thousand euros worth of ham mm, a year. I think he wears it. Yeah. Look. Which to anyone else would be a lifetime supply, but it's only like a, a bank holiday. A, a lunchtime supply of ham for George. <laughs> oh, I can't wait till George Hooks get wins of this podcast and gets it totally wrong. Yeah. Just like the way he thinks Stephanie Preisner is in the Rubber Bandits and is a man. Really? Yeah, he had something. You know, the haunted bread thing. He was giving out about it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because he's a tool. There we go. No, I, I 
all opinions belong to you. <laughs> I just said he's met out a ham. That's as far as I go. <laughs> okay. You're saying he's a ham tool. A ham That's tool, which is a, 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 a bacon wrench. Um, yeah, I, I, there's no... See, this is the thing. You know people who know people who are friends and are on their shows and stuff, and then you insult them on a podcast. That, yeah. And then next minute, you know, you're banned from George Hook's radio program again. Well, I don't think he can really uh, argue with the statement that he's made of ham. No. No, obviously not. That's just a statement of fact. Well, what, you're saying he's a pig? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that at all. <laughs> Nobody's, it's good value. Nobody's, it's good value, yeah. That's such he's a, crumbled. That's <laughs> he's crumbled or carved. That's oh, what he, honey roasted um, sometimes for me. Uh, oh, yeah. Glazed. Oh. Mm. Glazed to have. Glazed hook. Glazed George Hook. Glazed Imagine hook. that. George Hook there being basted. Roasting on a spit. <laughs> spit roasting George Hook. Popping and popping. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm never going to eat again with that image in my head. I liked ham five minutes ago. <laughs> we were going to review ham, weren't we? Yeah, Kevin? we were. That's we got sidetracked. But ham, well, the only reason is you were suggesting things you could review and you put ham in the list. So I thought, oh, okay, I? ham. I like just, ham. Just I eat ham. Example. I like ham. It's unusual. It looks like uh, like skin replacements. Like if you need skin grafts, it looks like oh, you yeah. just peel it and put it on. <laughs> Slice and then ham. you got that weird cheapy ham. You know the one with the pink blotches? Yes. Yeah, it yeah. looks like you've got some sort of disease. What is the I pink was blotches? wearing that the other night and <laughs> people stood away from my blotchy ham patches. <laughs> if your skin isn't you could you could use it as like if you're you're just not having a good skin day, you slap on a bit of luncheon meat and yeah. off you go. Yeah, if you want people to just stay away from you, there's nothing better than covering yourself in luncheon meat. <laughs> yeah. If you're out in the sun, but dogs. If you like to attract dogs, then that's also a good thing want you do. Dogs all over you. Get the ham on. That's my fashion tip for the summer, ladies. <laughs> if you want to be surrounded by dogs, get the ham on. Yep. Last all summer long. Style Tips with Kevin Goldie, the new podcast from the Headstuff Podcast Network. And Coming if soon. If you're out in the sun as well, if you've no after sun lotion, just mm. smack on a few slices of ham. Smack on, and by the time you get home, it'll be cooked, ready to eat. Mm, beautiful. Mm. <laughs> just licking George here. <laughs> mm. Get off, please. <laughs> <laughs> licking George sounds like a euphemism for something. But it's not. It's, you're just talking about Lincoln George Hook. Am I a euphemism that sounds more euphemistic than what it could actually be? Yeah. Licking George is enough, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't, you wouldn't spit roast George, George Hook, though. So you I'm would, you not would, going to that. You wouldn't, you wouldn't eat uh, a big fat guy. You'd, you'd want to eat a muscly. That's lean meat. That's better meat. That's, that's tough. Muscle yeah. is tough. You want a big flabby ham, man. Because well, you, yeah, you see, that's a lot of work. Whereas you can just simmer a big portion of George Hook for a while, <laughs> slow roast or whatever you call it, broiling as they broiling, do in the yeah, states. Yeah. Oh, broiling. What is broiling? It's like boiling and With roasting an or something. I have no real idea what it is. It's roast, roasted or boiling. Don't bro- broiling sounds horrible. Yeah, man. It really I does. hate boiled chicken. Oh yeah, that's Boiled. the worst you way. Spoiled chicken, man, roast that crap. Well, yeah. Or Kentucky it. Kentucky. <laughs> Send it to Kentucky. Get them to 
before they're specialists. Dip it in stuff and other stuff and fry it up. Yeah, eat the bread. Delicious. I was in Belfast once in KFC and they'd, uh, it was Kentucky Fried Chicken and everybody came to the counter and said, oh, we've run out of chicken. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one thing that your whole business is based (laughs) on. You're now KC. Yeah. Kentucky (laughs) Chips. Uh, I've been in a KFC before and they've run out of chicken. They've run out of chicken. Surely yeah, yeah. they But, like, do they not just have, like, a big big freezers full of it? At the well, I think they, they, they say that it, the, it's fresh, fresh chicken prepared every day. Do you oh, believe they that? Kill them out fresh, of the back, It's freshly yeah, yeah. prepared. Yeah, yeah. As in, they just fry it up a few minutes before. It's not fresh. Yeah, chicken. like Subway. Eat fresh. <laughs> <laughs> so it is fresh. Subway. Do you like sugar in your bread? Come to Subway. You don't put sugar in the bread, do you? I'd say it tastes like they do. I've never been a fan. Man, you're going to get your ass Oh, Subway. Oh, we're going to get... This is our plan for this podcast. We're going to get notorious because we're going to be sued. We don't have anything to take off us. Yeah. Could they take this studio? It's not ours, but the Headstuff Podcast Network, I suppose. I'd say they go for that curtain. Yeah. Some of the, some of the sound <laughs> proofing like is pretty good. It's like every gold Olympic medal won in the last 30 years. <laughs> it is bizarre, man. It's Re- a reduced real out of country it is, curtain it is. 30 years ago, man. Yeah. Retro curtains. And uh, next on describing the room that you can't see, it's <laughs> the soundproofing on the walls. Yeah, it's quite random. It, yeah, it, is, <laughs> it isn't leaves it, yeah. large gaps of wall. Well, a lot of sound gets out the corners, so the corners have definitely been soundproofed. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, sound gets out the corners. Well, actually, probably that sound. window. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we need that for light and air. This podcast is sponsored by KFC. Uh, and Subway. Who f- formerly their tagline was finger licking good, but now it's been changed to we have a finite amount of chicken. <laughs> 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 Please prepare to be disappointed <laughs> if you come late in the day to our shop. The yeah. only good thing Subway ever gave us was the Mitch Hedberg jokes about Subway. I you, bet you eat in Subway, do you? I don't, no. Really? No. Do you eat in Subway? Uh, not anymore, like not for years. Why not? I used to. Because Did you hear about the bread sugar thing? Yeah. Yeah. It just seems <laughs> awful. I'd love if they have no sugar in the bread. It, I just don't like the bread. It tastes sugary to me. Yeah. yeah. All right, okay. Who likes sugar bread? Like the the honey Did you ever do bread. that? I know kids used to put sugar in their bread. Sugar sandwiches? I go in the 70s, but there was, that was the only sugar you could get. Sugar bread. Sugar bread. Oh, what a treat. Mm. Used Santa to s- used to bring sugar bread. <laughs> <laughs> Stuffed in your sockings. <laughs> mm. I used to uh, slice Granny Smith apples and dip them in sugar and eat them because they were too kind of tart oh, yeah, to yeah. eat their own. Yeah. yeah. The solution there really is to buy a sweeter apple. But pink, no, yeah, was bes- you... This was before I discovered Pink Ladies. Right. Well, I wasn't the, the, I wasn't the main apple buyer in the house. Where are you? Wow. Couldn't you put was in a child. request, an acquisition request, like in MASH yeah, or no, Catch-22? Just too much paperwork. <laughs> just a lot of paperwork in our house. Your your childhood is, your is, hug is mostly paperwork, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, mostly paperwork, yeah. yeah. Mm. It took uh, six to eight weeks to change a nappy. And did you have to pretend to be insane so you could eventually leave home? Yeah, yeah, and I was that worked out. I was emancipated from from my parents. Uh, When you turned eighteen, they just didn't want to have anything to do with me anymore. (laughs) Freed the salmon. You were the only child who was fighting the emancipation order in uh, in court. (laughs) Freed the salmon. Yeah, I was the only one. You were the only. Yeah, it's the reverse of the usual. Macaulay Culkin as a character witness. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) He just came up and said, "This guy is the bomb." 
I think he was fucking out of it. Did he do the rap from the Michael Jackson song? Uh, no, it's not he, really him doing the rap. It's just he's just miming to it in the video, in black or white. Yeah, he did smack his his hands at the side of his face. Uh, put on some aftershave. He invented that gesture, didn't he? He did. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he was amazing. Before that, people except I think Edward Monk sued him. Nah. Yeah, <laughs> 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 Carly Culkin is the scream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The, <laughs> so these he, classic he, comedies inspired these classic paintings yeah. that you never knew about. There's a BuzzFeed uh, article I'll never click on. You, so Ham four stars. Remember, yeah, let's get back to Ham. The important issue of the day as opposed to Macaulay Culkin being weird in videos, which is what I was going to go into there. Yeah, well, Ham leads to uh, death, mm. I think, yeah. in most cases. That's too, logical. Too much Ham. Leads to death. Death. Now, death, there's a thing to review. Yeah, well, look. You Anyone know, here died can, yet? How can you review it, though? Have I died yet? Have you yet? died yet? I don't think so. Edwin? No. no. Well, I could have Me. died since this podcast has been recorded. Well, that's a good point. So, um, there's the sirens. If, <laughs> if that happens, we'll have a huge spike in listeners. We will, yeah. Because we'll pretend it's from beyond the grave. We'll I'll live stream this podcast and pretend it's live. And the, then and the, the blurb writes itself. Edwin predicts his own death. Yep. Just like you predicted Doctor Who was going to be a woman. Yeah. And you didn't realise that till Way we, back in January. We dug an episode out from the archives wow. in January and you had. Although I'm not predicting. How did you predict that? That is spooky. <laughs> yeah. That it would be a woman. It was going to be 50 50, one or the other. There's two, jo- there's two genres. There's two genders. Of death. There's two, no, there's two genres of human. <laughs> there's sci fi and film comedy. noir <laughs> and sci fi. Are you just about to say there's two genders? Two genders. Whoa, whoa, whoa Twitter's going to get all over oh, you there. He's transphobically oh. transgressed in I, every the spectrum. <laughs> we're living in the spectrum. Well, now we're going, now woke Twitter is actually going to oh, come Even out. ham is a spectrum. I, I thought yeah. it was woke. <laughs> I am going to tweet this out. There's only two genders, Edwin Salmon, next week on Review. Get rid of your binary, Ed. That's like saying there's only two hams. Yeah. I guess I like death because it's binary. There is no spectrum. You can't be, you're either alive or dead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Although death is, I mean, the amazing thing is death is not the end. I don't know, because your hair grows for another two weeks. Your fingernails Finally, grow. Finally, my hair will grow. <laughs> And you can work for a six-week period afterwards. <laughs> you can't collect your wages because dead people aren't allowed to be. Yeah, paid. but only in, do cer- you believe only in, in certain uh, government jobs. An afterlife, Keen. I don't think I do. I'm quite ag- so wishy-washy. I know. <laughs> I'm amazing. Hedgy back, we'll, Irish hedgy. We'll go back up. I don't. I really don't. I'm not sure. I'm agnostic. Okay. I'm definitely agnostic. Get off! That I'm not fence. on the fence about this. Why did you bring that fence? About in the whether studio? I'm agnostic or not, I don't know. I don't think there is. But then sometimes you go, nobody nah, can, be nice. Nobody, an afterlife. Nobody's yeah. come back. Don't, yeah. It's like the same way no. I buy lotto tickets. I know I'm not going to win, but nah, it'd be nice. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? somebody has to win. Yeah. yeah, somebody has to live after death. No, that analogy doesn't work. No, <laughs> but I d- that's I just, why I'm not an analogist. <laughs> no, I'm I'm kind of I'm I'm kind of with Keen in that I don't think there's an afterlife. However, that's only based on the fact that nobody's ever come back, ever come back and said, "Hey, there's an afterlife." Uh, maybe the afterlife is so good, like an amazing party, that they don't want to leave to tell people, "Hey, there's a great crack 
happening oh, over here. Oh, they're just not allowed to tell anybody. Oh, yeah. So it's so yeah. cool. It's like, oh, c- can I tell my friends about this? Because they're really worried about dying. But if I tell them there's an amazing afterlife, then they, they it's won't. It's a big after party. Yeah. It's kind of like people who say, look, I'm going out to this thing, but I'll definitely swing by your drinks yeah. later on. Yeah. And they never do. They never do. The other party's way too good. Mm. Your drinks are shit, man. So <laughs> your drinks is just It's just when I try life. to organize a birthday party as well. That's what I'm referencing there. I love it. That's the shallowness of your agnosticism is, is party analogies. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> there could much. be an afterlife, and if it is, it's like a party. That's <laughs> the scope of your spirituality. But it's also, it's also quite depressing because it's, it's a terrible party. That I'm referencing yeah. in my one. Hell would be the terrible party, wouldn't it? Oh, hell would be a housewarming party that I threw. It's really hard. There's only four party. four people there. Yeah. Two of them don't really get on. And a heavy sense of I told you so in the air. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, you've only got two CDs because you haven't found the box with all the CDs yet. Well, according to Dante's Inferno, the... the CD the worst is the worst musical medium. It's the worst medium. musical medium, yeah. Yeah, it's true. And and for some reason, I don't have the internet in this house or in my party. Because we haven't got the... Because it's in hell. Because it's been... The, a few, it was the, a few years ago. The in worst, hell. The worst yeah. circle of hell... Has uh, the, the very, best Wi-Fi. No, is, is ice. Do you know that? No. In Dante's Inferno. I've never read it. The, the Isn't there a computer game? The I very worst. <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> escapes <laughs> Dante's Inferno. Uh, yeah, it was like a crossover. So thing. the worst circle of hell is ice. Is ice, because ice is, there's nothing worse than freezing, ice. freezing cold ice. Yeah, but Dante wrote that before all the new materials to make coats to keep out the cold. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the yeah. snowshoes and the snow plows. Yeah. He didn't know about that stuff. He was a visionary, but when it yeah. came to winter apparel, he was severely lacking in yeah. prophesizing that Pe- shit. People queuing up to get into hell with all this stuff hidden under their coats. Insulation. Like, Tell me, send me to the worst circle. With all the ice, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to go there. <laughs> pulling on there, okay. pulling on there. Tinsel like gloves. What are those on your feet? Oh, they're t- tennis rackets. <laughs> You're gonna I, play tennis in in hell. Yeah, I hate tennis, so I thought I'd bring tennis rackets because, and there that checks out. Mm. Off you go, in you go. But in, he's Inferno. He infinite he, ball boys. <laughs> 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 Sorry, that just popped into my head. Nah, I love I'll Infinite write that down. That's Ball a, Boys. Infinite Ball Boys is a good band name, Edwin. It is, yeah. yeah. Or uh, be good autobiographical title for your autobiography, Infinite Ball Boy. <laughs> well, I'm going to have to start changing my lifestyle choices from today on <laughs> to make that to make that copy. <laughs> or my editors are going to be severely Who's pissed that off. ball guy hanging around Centre Court <laughs> <laughs> in a crouch? <laughs> yeah, those shorts they barely fit him. Chase the we ball. Ha- we wanted ball. Chase the ball boy. <laughs> ball boys, not bald boys, Edwin. Bald boys. Yeah. <laughs> bald boys. That sounds like a song from the 80s, doesn't it? Yeah. Ball boys. Ball boys. Always ball losing. Boys. <laughs> They're here, bald boys. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Male pattern, bald. Bald boys. Bald boys. Bald boys. Bald boys don't use combs. <laughs> <laughs> you got a bit new romantic-y there. That's I good, did, yeah. didn't I? Yeah. Now, very rarely on this show, we review, very rare, yeah. we review movies. Mm. And I love movies. I love watching movies. Uh, you like being in movies? I like sometimes being in yeah. movies. Not really. TV though. shows. My voice is in a few movies. I'm the voice of a guard in two motion pictures. Are you? 
Yes, I won't tell you what they are. Are you the guard? Yeah. The voice of the guard, because they dubbed Brendan Gleeson, didn't they? Did they? Yeah, yeah. With you. Oh, yeah. Winky wing, wing, pointy point. (laughs) Don't say it out loud. Uh, Just like um, Edward was like, did they? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't remember. Not you. I've I was just, wondering I've why I so got many guards. <laughs> I've played so many guards. I just get confused you're between like, them. You're like Andy McDowell in um, Greystokes, the, that Tarzan movie. Oh yeah, yeah. And they dubbed her over with Glenn Close, which at the time when I saw it, I didn't realize. What but did they? Yeah, but if you go back and watch it now, you're like Andy McDowell sounds very like Glenn Close. Yeah. Oh, it's Glenn Close. They dubbed her over because she was in what film? The, uh, was it Greystoke? Yeah, the Legend of Tarzan? Oh, right, the one with Christopher Lambert? She, Tarzan. she wasn't. Yeah. She was just starting into acting around then, I think. And but she wasn't the just getting a robotic thing going. They didn't then. dub over Christopher Lambert's voice. No. He because was when brilliant. you're raised by apes, you sound French. Yeah. That's a little in fact. People yes, don't know yeah, that. Yeah. That's, I was wondering where I heard yeah. your voice before. I was stopped by the guards recently and I wound down the window and it was you. It was me. You had yeah. a voice yeah, box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was fucking you, man. I do, I do live. Get out of the car. Get out of the car. Where are you going to? Here, I know your face. Have you got any ham? (laughs) Yeah, open the boot. There's a strong smell of ham coming from the boot of the car. That wasn't in the boot before you opened it. I planted the ham. (laughs) Ham squad. (laughs) Ham squad will set you up. You're going down on George Hook. The special ham squad division of the Gardaí have confiscated a million euros worth of counterfeit ham. The Bacon Boys. That's what they call themselves. Street value. (laughs) Comedian and ham enthusiast Kevin (laughs) Gildee was found with over four hams. (laughs) George Hook is said to be inconsolable tonight as the ham was said to have spoiled. And now here's Tom with the ham weather. No, we're going to review a movie. You want to review a movie, yeah, which I've I seen. Do. I don't know if you've seen this movie, Keen. You um, don't know what well, the, what we're going to review. The Master by yes. Paul Thomas Anderson. I have seen that movie. Yeah, and uh, I do want to review. Yeah, because I think it's the most amazing, one of the most amazing movies I've ever seen. I mean, all his films. He's yeah, brilliant. I'm a big fan of his. But I don't think it's uh, it's strange. I'm just interested. It doesn't really get the credit it deserves in one way. I know it's in a mm. lot of critic lists. Uh, and people give out about the story because they go, what's the story? I don't know. Yeah. But thematically, it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. It's brilliant. And it's got a, it's got a, um, God, I hate to use the word. It's got an, a sort of a weird energy to it. It's got a weird atmosphere to it. The atmosphere is brilliant and he captures it. But the, uh, the acting is just mm. absolutely amazing from the two guys Phoenix, whack him, whack him, formerly Leaf, as we've discussed on this show before. Way easier to pronounce. His name was Leaf. Was it? Yeah, Leaf Phoenix. Leaf Phoenix, River River Phoenix, Ah. Leaf Phoenix. Uh, There's another Phoenix called... There's a couple other ones. uh, By the time I get to Phoenix, that guy. Acorn Phoenix, by the time I get to Phoenix. There was a Phoenix, one of the Phoenixes played Tour de Roryam as a guitar player as well. Um, he played on the Monster album. I think he was one of the yeah. Phoenix clan. Mm. Yeah. They contributed <coughs> a lot to modern culture. I think that yes. was right anyway. I can't remember. Uh, but yeah, f- Philly well, and Seymour Hoffman. Philip Seymour just, Hoffman. He's just the most yeah. amazing. But they're actually equal in this. And I, I yeah. love it because it's like so captures something about. Uh, he, he walks like a monkey. The whole thing, he's like a monkey, sort of hunched up. So yeah. it's sort of like either he's the id or sort of the animal in his all. And yeah. Seymour Hoffman is sort of like the ego or the 
mental side that's developed and he wants to be spiritual and the development of my man, but he says to Wackham, I, I know you from somewhere before. So thematically, it captures these brilliant energies and ideas. And I love it about, because also it's like the war's just over where all the animal yeah. madness has ended. Yeah. And then uh, there's one brilliant scene. There's so many brilliant scenes, but they're in the desert and Hoffman's on a motorbike and he says, what I like to do is just pick a point and just go there. And then he just driving madly. But yeah. it's the whole idea about that there's just this mad animal energy and people create these grids and matrices that help corral this energy and that's why people join insane fucking, whether it's religious or political or anything else. Yeah. And the film, that's one thing that's in the film and it's just brilliant because it talks about them ideas. Well. Give me some ham. <laughs> <laughs> Famous quote from the master yeah, there. Yeah, yeah and a, a lot of people go, but... But you, there's no plot. What did you what, uh, what on? It what, was incredible. What does it, it mean? Yeah. But it's got it's got an atmosphere to it, and what, that's what he achieves in his movies, in his more recent movies, like There Will Be Blood, The Master, Inherent Vice, because his earlier stuff, like you know Boogie Nights, um, and uh, Sydney, his first movie. I haven't Which, seen Sydney. Is that good? That's that's on Netflix. It's it's brilliant. It's on Wait, Netflix. is that Sydney? It's, it's Hard Eight. It's called Hard Eight. We, yeah. Paul Thomas Anderson always refers to it as Sydney because ah, they 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 wanted they renamed it Hard Eight because it's set in Vegas. Is that the con guys? Yeah, yeah. yeah. With that old guy, what's his name? Uh, Philip yeah. Baker Hall. Yeah. Is that his name? No. No, that's a different guy. I'm thinking of. No, I'm pretty sure Philip Baker Hall's no, in that one. George. No, George. George Hook. George. Oh, it's George Hook. Yeah. Listen. Of John C. Riley, I want to take you under my wing. No, I know him. Here's he's, how to win he, lots of That ham. old guy, he's been around. Yeah, that that was good, but, yeah, but he, Boogie Nights he's has in got Magnolia. that amazing thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Boogie Nights is ridiculous because he was 26 when he made it. It's very annoying. Oh, it's kind of like uh, the same age, the Spielberg, Jaws. He made but even in that film, he gets so much about American society. And like, there's a moment where a jealous husband shoots somebody. And the way the camera zooms in and zooms out, yeah. it's like a Vietnam film. Yeah. It's actually it's one long enough. that whole sequence is yeah. one long shot. As him at the party seeing his wife who's just fucking goes to the whole and movie. People are running out. It's like yeah. about you, but it's got the energy of a Nam film and I yeah. think it references that. He's just He's really good. Also the song they write in it is Hall, the yeah. Transformers movie song. Is it? Apparently <laughs> so. It's quite funny because I was thinking about Transformers on the way in as a counterpoint to the master. Oh well, I mean Transformers, the the cartoon film from the <laughs> oh, series. Right. Transformers is yeah. a counter. Well, that yeah. uh, I've never seen any of the Transformers. I saw bits and pieces that come on TV, but it's just like a big. It's crazy. It's like one element of the Matrix blown into an entire film. It's just like fuck. I, I saw like the a theme park. I watched yeah. the start when they, when they change. You've got about you know four minutes to go make a cup of tea. <laughs> all these bits go everywhere. I watched the first, uh, the very start of Avengers: everywhere. Age of Ultron the other yeah. day and the first two minutes are like a terrible computer game it's really appalling I, you, maybe it gets good after that but it was just listeners awful. if you like Age of Ultron watch it again and notice how Ultron as a robot has uh, lips that move wow what a he sophisticated has, robot he has metal lips that like move and purse and whatever you have taken that film down yes yeah. with your lip observation they're not oh, going to make brilliant. they're yeah. not going to make any more money off that straight on streaming services <laughs> yeah that's it i'm turning off that money tap marvel and disney <laughs> you've made a billion that's enough step away oh no and he spilt coffee all over oh, himself yeah 
the, uh, the atmosphere is brilliant and it has to do with the music by your man Greenwood who Johnny Greenwood yeah Johnny Greenwood but also the, even the way it's shot is sort of like uh the way they're sitting there, like Amy Adams is so brilliant in it. Oh, she's, yeah. Energy. She's so, incredible in it, actually. Just a really, there's something slightly sinister, but it's, it's she's human as well and caring. Yeah, yeah. And the way they sit there, there's a stillness of old American paintings and a type of old religiosity as well. It yeah. captures so fucking much. It's an amazing scene when she wanks off Philip Seymour yeah. Hoffman. This yeah. very pristine woman who's like, and then she's going, you can do whatever you want. And he's over the hand base and going, yeah. the animal again. <laughs> And she just yeah. wipes her hands in this practical, that's business taken care of. Yeah. And he's yeah. like, it's, it's like she's working in a zoo extracting semen from an animal to calm it down. Yeah, that was one of my favorite jobs. <laughs> there was nothing better than wanking off a pig and then killing him and eating him. <laughs> <laughs> For the full spectrum of experience. Of ham yeah. experience. Who was the actor who was praised by Peter recently for not uh, masturbating a dog on set? Robert Patterson. That's it. Yeah. I've, so he, I've, he, he got pra- does, it. So one day he, he wouldn't masturbate a dog and he gets loads of praise. I've never done it. Peter never praised me. But they, were they really asking him to do that? I don't know. The, I didn't click the, the link. Yeah, I've I, I read about it. Uh, I saw the headline, yeah. And you... The director wanted to... You've been tempted though, haven't you? Yeah, well, I mean, we all, we've all I been mean, tempted. He's bringing in lovely dogs every day, <laughs> trying to make you cross the line. Yeah, what well, do you find this dog attractive? <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm narrowing down the breeds. Uh, I'm gonna get the breed that you find attractive. That's it. And last Christmas, he brought you those lovely doggy wank gloves. <laughs> oh, salmon! You're the tempting devil. La- you should be in the hell ice. Lavender scented gloves. <laughs> To calm and masturbate your dog off to sleep. (laughs) And then into the kitchen for a lovely bit of ham. Sponsored by Wank Gloves. Do you think Galtie would sponsor this episode? (laughs) That's what what Amy Adams uh, uh, put on when she wanked him off in the master. I just put on my lavender scented (laughs) gloves. Have you been handling ham with that? Yes. Mmm, smells lovely. What kind of ham is it? It's Galtie ham. Galtie? (laughs) Yes. I love it. So do I. Well, yeah, Sorry. the scripts of Anderson's films are probably the best thing about them. <laughs> His dialogue is, is a direct, to die for. It's yeah. a direct quote. And that's our show. Sure is. Sure Thanks was. to <laughs> Kevin Gilsey and his representative for coming in. Thanks yeah. to our legal department for going through this episode with a fine-tooth comb. Yes. We are not going to be sued. No way. But if we are, please support us. Yes. And uh, tweet about us. And we might get to be internet famous. Come make noise in the, in the gallery. So the judge has to bang his gavel and say, order in the court. And now to uh, get them into legal trouble, here are the people that are associated with the podcast. SoCal did the team tune. Ashton O'Reilly did the artwork. Alan Bennett is the producer. He's probably the guy you should contact with complaints, actually. Alan yeah, Bennett. Alan Bennett. Alan Bennett. Alan Bennett. Not that Alan Not Bennett. The, the other, yeah, the other Alan Bennett. And I'm so sorry about <laughs> reviewables being sued by... Name redacted. <laughs> Tweet us at reviewablespod. Uh, email us at reviewablespodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we are uh, out every Tuesday on the Headstuff Podcast Network, and we will talk to you next week. They're recording the podcast inside the building. This has been a production of the Headstuff Podcast Network.